The cash ban has just passed through the House of Representatives. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Well, it looks like the cash ban has passed through the House of Representatives. Now, if you're not familiar with the cash ban, it was a restriction on cash payments to below $10,000. And here's some quick facts from Treasury. There was a call for submissions. Many people made submissions. They were never released to the public. There's now a Senate inquiry underway. And we'll see where that goes, but it's gotten through the House of Reps. So let's have a look. Just some quick facts. The introduction of an economy-wide cash payment limit is a recommendation from the Black Economy Task Force and sends a strong signal to the community that it is not acceptable to avoid tax and other obligations by paying with cash. It is a tax grab. It is a tax grab. I will do another video where I will look at data today where a lot of people owe money to the ATO and majority of those are small business people. So starting the 1st of January 2020 and for certain Austrack reporting entities from the 1st of January 2021. So what transactions are covered by the cash payment limit? The limit applies to all cash transactions equal to or in excess of $10,000, except for those that meet the conditions specified in the draft, currency restrictions on the use of cash, accepted transactions instrument 2019, but they can change that. What are examples of exempt transactions? All cash deposits and withdrawals from your bank account with an authorized deposit taking institution. So if you're, if you buy maybe $10,000 of crypto from a non-authorized ATI, would that be allowed? Exchanging foreign currency and all consumer to consumer transactions such as selling a secondhand car, but excluding real property assets or transactions. They want to keep you in the banking system. Now, I, I thought that's really funny considering what happened with the Commonwealth Bank a few days ago. I had a mate who, you know, his staff weren't getting paid because the transactions stalled. The transactions stalled and he had to double pay them. So what's, you know, this cash is antiquated in many ways, but it still has its uses and it is a good hedge against some of the issues that could potentially come with a cashless society. Are there any new reporting requirements? This will not impose additional reporting requirements on businesses and consumers. I don't believe a word of that. I don't believe any of that. Government can't create these things without reporting requirements. Your accountants are going to start dobbing people in. And it's not going to stop criminals. You know, what happens if you break the limit? From the 1st of January 2020, it'll be a criminal offense to make or accept a payment from businesses that includes $10,000 or more of cash. It is also an offense to make or accept a cash donation equal to or in excess of $10,000. The maximum penalty is up to two years imprisonment and or 120 penalty units, which is 25 grand. How does the cash payment limit apply to payment plans? The cash payment limit will apply to the total price of a single supply of goods or services, regardless of whether the price is split into a series of payments over time. The total cash payments made towards the final price paid must not not equal to or exceed $10,000. The re remainder of the payments must be made electronically or by check. So 
the proposed changes to threshold transaction reporting for Austrac. So they're, they're proposing some changes there and you can make a submission. But as we will see, as we will see from this footage from Parliament, it hasn't made any difference. And this is the moment when they're finally doing the final division and it all came to a head. So let's have a look at that here. Remind members it's a one minute division. I, I remind members it's a one minute division. I'll be counting people on either side. <laughs> Lock the doors. As there are fewer than five members on the side for the no's in this division, I declare the question resolved in the affirmative in accordance with Standing Order 127. The names of those members who are in the minority will be recorded in the votes and proceedings. I call the clerk. Second reading, a bill for an act to restrict the use of cash in transactions and for related purposes. Is leave granted for the third reading to be moved immediately? The member for Brand. Leave is granted. The Minister. Thank you, Mr Speaker. I move the bill now be read a third time. Question is the bill be now read a third time. All those of that opinion say aye. To the contrary, no. The ayes have it. The clerk. Third reading, a bill for an act to restrict the use of cash in transactions and for related purposes. And there it's done. Now, I just want to show you a picture of the House before, a few minutes before. Look at how packed that was. What does that tell you? We have there also a few comments from it's uh, so part of the debate and let's just jump here we'll hang on I'll try and uh, here we go to he see some different perspectives of the debate process let's look at at uh, little Catter uh, is very uh, um, relevant to what we're discussing here today uh, I don't know whether the schools still have compulsory reading of um, 1984 and Brave New World. Um, but uh, the idea that Big Brother is watching uh, and that you have no right to privacy, um, they were both profoundly scary books and they were meant by the people that wrote them to be scary books. Big Brother is watching you all of the time. Uh, in China, one of the ugliest um, communities on earth, there is a camera for every three people. And the cameras have an ability to um, face identify. So Big Brother is with us in at least 
one country on earth and it happens to be the biggest country on earth. Um, speak, if ever I've seen Big Brother is watching legislation, this most certainly is it. Um, now, it is particularly relevant in one of the industries that I come from. I've had cattle all of my life. But when the banks take you from 6.5% to 29% and I have no ability to protect myself, then I think I am entitled, because the law forces that upon me, that I'm entitled to dodge the law. And uh, I would say many, many of my brother cattlemen, I would put that figure at maybe 25 or 30%, um, when the banks start screwing them, and I, I, rep I repeat the figures, and I know the figures because I was the person that borrowed at 6.5%, and the year before we sold the St Francis station blocks, um, I was paying 29%, and I can assure you I was not Robinson Crusoe. The banks just take it upon themselves. You've signed a document, which is not a contract. Uh, there's no uh, obligations on the bank's part, uh, as Henry Bourne Higgins, one of the great jurists of this nation's history, uh, said um, to the courts, um, a contract made by a single person is not a contract. So, I mean, you sign a document with the banks and it says they can do anything to you anytime they like uh, and you have no rights to do anything to them at all. So they can simply take you up through huge interest rates. In the infamous case, which probably had eight or nine million hits um, on the internet, the Charlie Fallot case, one of the great Australians, Charles Fallot, uh, um, in that case, he had kept his interest in repayments. He thought he had a contract. And if I keep my interest in repayments going, and uh, he went hungry to keep his interest in repayments going. Uh, he lived in grinding poverty because he's a very honourable man, a very God-fearing man, a man that says his prayers uh, in the morning and the evening every day of his life. Uh, and he felt that if he had a contract, he had to fulfil it. See, so he fulfilled what he thought was contract, but of course there was no contract. It's a contract with one person, not two people. So by definition, it wasn't a contract. Um, but he kept what he said was his side of it, and the banks just said, well, we don't think that you've got any hope pulling through. All the banks thought your equity is lower than we want your equity to be now. Uh, and um, so we're just going to sell you up, um, which they proceeded to do, uh, Mr. Uh, Speaker. So I think Carter makes an interesting point there, where we've been locked into this system now. We've been locked into this system. And you saw at the end, you know, how many voted for and against. So guys, I will um, link to this uh, the footage from Parliament if you'd like to watch it in full. I might go through these and, and uh, you know watch it in length. Probably do a live stream. Right, we'll see. But let me know what you think. I honestly would argue that we need to have a 
greater variety in the House of Representatives. We need to shift the window. Australians need to need to realize that their freedoms are being taken away one step at a time. This bill has just passed the House of Reps. Less than a week ago, we had a major bank unable to process transactions for a lot of people. It's okay, I don't use cash. Who uses cash? I ne barely use cash. But I still want the right to use it. And I don't want a bloody empty house. An empty house. Hang on. Where they're, you know, they're debating. They're debating. And right before it's bloody empty. Debating. Yeah. Decision's already made. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Like, share, and subscribe. And make sure if we need to, we need to shift the window. We need to get a greater variety of people in the House of Reps. Okay? Not just the Senate. I mean, you've got other ones here. Let's, let's jump back to... To, um... You can see, you know, a few people were debating the topic. But, yeah. Let me know what you think. Sad day. Take care, everyone. Like, share, and subscribe. And uh, if you like my type of content, this is a rather unhappy video. But I have a Patreon and a subscribe so you can support me. And don't worry. It's, it's all, all digital so that, you know, the tax man will get every cent. Take care, everyone. Talk to you later.